RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Thursday morning here at Reality Check Radio is always Perigo's Perspective Morning. Lindsay Perigo joins me again. Still strong and kicking, Lindsay, despite uh, everything that is coming down on us. <laughs> well, it, it's a bit depressing. The Constitutional Republic, the United States of America, has now become a banana republic, pretty much the same thing as is going on here. But these fresh charges against Orange Man bad, you knew they had to come because the day before yesterday, there was testimony by Devin Archer, yes. Hunter Biden's business associate, that the big guy that is Beijing Biden, the bribed bastard, Joe, was indeed in on all of those business dealings, that is to say bribes, and was present via speakerphone on 20 occasions with various bribers. So that hit the headlines. Well, it didn't really, because most of the woke fascist media ignored it, but it came out the day before yesterday. So you knew that day or the day following, that is yesterday, there would have to be fresh charges against Trump. And indeed, so there are, all of which are completely lacking in substance. The great distraction. Yep. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. And uh, I thought one of the funny comments um, of the last week or so regarding the, the Biden affair, Hunter Biden, was that the Burisma guy thought that Hunter was dumber than his dog. <laughs> well, that may be true. But given what he's getting away with still, with these paintings and so forth, he can't be that dumb. Maybe <laughs> cocaine yeah. raises one's IQ. Who knows? Or you're a useful idiot <laughs> to a whole lot of other people. Um, okay. All right. Well, let's hear your perspective for this week, Lindsay. The floor belongs to you. Go for it. Thank you. I made my submission last week on the abomination proposed by the Department of Internal Affairs to establish a regulator to censor online speech. The department should be abolished on the strength of that proposal alone. I didn't say that in my submission. I didn't say much at all, actually. I just quoted sections 13 and 14 of our Bill of Rights. Everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscience, religion, and belief, including the right to adopt and to hold opinions without interference. Everyone has the right to freedom of expression, including the freedom to seek, receive and impart information and opinions of any kind in any form. I quoted that and concluded with, I disagree with what you say, but defend to the death your right to say it, in quotation marks. In apartheid alteror, Mahdi woke fascists have no idea what this means. Julian Batchelor is traveling the country holding meetings in opposition to co-governance, which would entrench brown supremacism and negate the concept and practice of one person, one vote. 
The promoters of co-governance, in my view, are evil and despicable, but I'd still defend to the death their right to promote it. I should say, actually, that Julian is attempting to hold meetings, but more often than not is banned from public venues by local councils or disrupted by woke fascists. One Mardi woke fascist lunged at the stage, unplugged Julian's laptop, and smashed it to the ground. Woke fascists routinely spit on attendees as they arrive or leave. One woke fascist started blowing a whistle to render Julian inaudible. She was dragged out by attendees and promptly eulogized as a martyr by woke fascist News Hub. Julian has repaired to live streaming on woke fascist Feces book, who I fear will cancel him as soon as they get wind of it. Woke fascists, whether of the Mahdi variety or not, are not remotely interested in defending to the death anyone's right to disagree with them. For them, it's a case of, I disagree with what you say and will put you in prison, bankrupt you and character assassinate you for saying it. The Bill of Rights Act was passed in 1990 under the Labour government of Geoffrey Palmer. In 1993, the national government of Neville Bolger and Douglas Graham, serial woke fascists and drivers of the Mahdi gravy train, passed the Orwellianly misnamed Human Rights Act. Section 61 makes it an offence to express threatening, abusive, or insulting opinions likely to excite hostility or bring into contempt any group of persons on the grounds of colour, race, or ethnic or national origins. Under Section 131, anyone breaching the law is liable on conviction to imprisonment for a term not exceeding three months or to a fine not exceeding $7,000. Imagine that. Billy T. James might have been locked up for doing pieces to camera like this in front of a state house. Go, go, go. They reckon a man's home is his castle, eh? Except down at the works where a man's home is his freezer. <laughs> and that's what we've got to talk about today, eh? No, not freezer's dummy. Homes. And what we can do to improve the improve to make them look better, eh? <laughs> now, some flash people, they get in what they call uh, home improvement experts. They usually turn out to be a bunch of puss that get paid for telling you that all your taste is in your mouth. The Human Wrongs Act ought to be repealed and the Human Wrongs Commissariat abolished. David Seymour once introduced a private member's bill to that effect, but has since weaseled out of it. David Seymour proposes not the repudiation of co-governance but a referendum on the matter. Gutless, gormless, goofy. Act equals uni party, George Soros and Klaus Schwab. Don't be fooled. Woke fascists are making a fortune 
running brainwashing courses in woke fascism. Therefore, it was gratifying and edifying during the week to hear that an unwoke Christian lass, a student at Southern Illinois University, won a lawsuit against the university for cancelling her. I quote from Blaze TV. Southern Illinois University Edwardsville will pay $80,000 in a recent settlement agreement with a graduate student who accused the school of wrongfully issuing no contact orders against her and instructing her peers to report her harmful rhetoric. Maggie DeJong and Alliance Defending Freedom filed a lawsuit against the school after the student claimed she was discriminated against for sharing her Christian and conservative political views. Three of the school's professors have been ordered to undergo First Amendment training as part of the settlement agreement. Additionally, the university has been required to revise its policies and student handbook to protect students' political religious and ideological views, unquote. <laughs> First Amendment training, <laughs> Section 14 training. Now that would be an advance. Seymour, Christina Luxon, and James Shaw should be the first to avail themselves. Amazingly, hip kiss from certain statements in Parliament the other day seems to have attended already and benefited therefrom. We shall see. What we do know is that in this civilizational battle against woke fascism, we must stand up and fight like hell.
RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.